Everybody, welcome back to Cover B. Hey, it's oh my god, even more future sync. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? We're back with five more five titles came out this week. Uh, we're gonna talk about them and round them up. Throw the lasso around them, pull them in. Yeehaw! Uh, and milk them. What? Um, and some of them might be slaughtered for meat. Um, but I don't. What were we? You lost the script, homie. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, uh, Future State Catwoman. Catwoman title. Uh, this one honestly feels like the most connected to current ongoing titles of any of the Future State things, I think. <laughs> like personally, yeah. for me, it, it, Definitely. it honestly doesn't feel too like overblown in its Future Stateness. It still feels very like character feels the same. It doesn't feel worn down by like all the kind of stuff that's been going on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a straightforward Catwoman story. It was, it was just nice, because, like, all these characters, I know these characters, and they're doing things that I expect these characters to do mm -hmm. in ways exactly. that I expect them to yeah. do it. And, like, things make sense, and I know who everybody's talking about, and there's not, like, weird stuff being brought up that I have no context for. It was just, it was just sort of nice. Just a nice read where I ended it, and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> oh, cool. Neat. Yeah. That felt good. That was a book that I understood from start to finish, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, this one was a cool one. <laughs> uh, it does, you know, some good legwork for breaking down some of the uh, future state stuff that's going on. It's, again, kind of wibbledy-wobbledy in the timeline. A lot of these are. Um, there's just not, like, they're not putting in the books like a good description of like this is when this takes place and this is when this one takes place and stuff so they're kind of just mismatched and all over the place um so who knows which part of the timeline this one takes place in i'm assuming a decent ways after dark detective i don't maybe. know because um, the okay so there's the thing at the end there's like a twist yeah, or yeah. whatever at the end of this book but i it it you're right, and then it makes it really wibbledy wobbledy because contextually, I can't tell if it's way before Dark Detective or way after Dark Detective or like how it fits in relation to Dark Detective fits in relation to like the Robin stuff. Like, I think honestly, I yeah, know. I think honestly, my biggest complaint coming out of Future State is that this could have been a really, really cool thing, but I don't feel like their release schedule is timeline friendly no. like i don't feel like they're releasing them in a way that makes sense with the timeline i don't feel like they're doing enough to really like hash out and let you know what the timeline is so stuff's kind of all over the place and i have another comment about this in the in the nightwing book yes um, that just came into my brain as well so i yeah, equally have so, that comment <laughs> um it's it's just strange. Like there's certain things we know happen. Like the Justice League eventually gets formed and stuff, and so that happens later than this and later than this. So there's like a few flags that you can kind of pinpoint. 
But otherwise, there's like certain things that happen that you're like, did this happen before? Did it happen after? I don't understand like what's going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, moving on to uh, Superman Worlds of War. Yes. I. Somebody just watched Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it does. That... It does have Thor Ragnarok, Planet Hulk vibes, World War Hulk, um, or I guess Planet Hulk. Uh, it's another big chonger that has four stories in it. Uh, the first one focusing on Superman on War World. Um, the second one focusing on continuing the Mister Miracle story that spun out of Superman and Metropolis. Um, third one focusing on. Midnighter and the fourth one focusing on a new black racer and what they're doing. I really liked the Superman story. Admittedly, mm -hmm. it had like it had everything to do with Superman, but also nothing to do with Superman. And I respect that. I appreciate a story that's told from like a very secondary perspective. Yeah. I feel like that's very yeah. interesting and very entertaining. And I felt like it could have been way more interesting if the reveal hadn't been Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Sorry I mean, to be a hater. I'm not trying to hate. It yeah, was interesting. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, it. I, I liked it. I think it was a deconstructive kind of take on what makes Superman Superman. Um, I admit I did. It was only the tail end that we actually made it to War World. The opening actually focuses on like a support group of people that were saved by superman and i actually really dug that portion i think a lot more than what i'm expecting to feel towards the actual like war world por part portion very much agree. Uh, but still even that part uh felt very you know let's take a look at what makes superman superman yeah as for the other three stories i don't know there seems to be some sort of thing tying them all together they're all kind of focused on war world and they're all kind of focused on you know, some sort of plan or some sort of thing that's being enacted on there that Superman seems connected to. Um, but what, you know, again, it's like, there's like, yeah, this stuff's happening. Stuff's happening. Hey, stuff's happening. And we're just like left in the dark as readers. And it's just, it's a weird, it's an odd choice. Storytelling wise. I got to admit The more I dive into these future state things, the more I can just, think that they might have been better as like individual elseworlds things or have like a few yes. that kind of fit around like different story arcs and then let the others kind of be their own thing which they're somewhat doing but also somewhat not and it's just it's it's kind of a it's, i don't want to say mess but <laughs> let me here i have an i have an, an opinion about this um I get that they're different bits of timeline, but because we don't have a solid reference to positioning and distance between timeline stuff, and all they're doing is effectively showing us like chaos events from this yeah. timeline, yeah. it just feels like there's way too much stuff happening 
at once effectively, even though it's not happening at once. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if they had released things in a much more chronological order so that you could see how this chaos event, which happens very early on, affects this chaos event, which then happens a little bit later, which then affects this thing a little bit later, it would feel more like dominoes rather than these like weird concurrent explosions that are hard to process. They could have easily done this with just a tweak of the release schedule and do a release schedule of like here's the number ones that take place in an earlier part of the timeline and then do it kind of like they planned on doing their 5g thing where they do it in like segments of like moving later down the line exactly and then you would cap it all off by coming out with the number ones of immortal wonder woman which we're talking about next and swamp thing which both seem to be towards like the very distant future and probably i mean next week we've got a legion of superheroes coming out that's definitely not going to take place at the same time as Dark Detective or Catwoman or any of that shit. So, like, why is that coming out in the middle of the release schedule? Because there's know. two more weeks of number ones coming out. Um, you know, and, like, uh, Justice League introduced us to uh, Aquaman and Mira's kid, Andy, all grown up. But then next week, Aquaman comes out, and it's about Andy as a kid. So, <laughs> like... When do these things happen? And that, that's the biggest thing is that there's no like signified timeline. So when certain characters are in different places in different books, it's really hard to pinpoint like when is this going on, you know, and Nightwing's a big part of it because we just had the Teen Titans book, which had Nightwing being all dressed like Deathstroke, being all like reductive and like dismissive of his team and like we're done with the standard methods of things machismo um and then like before that we had robin eternal where tim drake talks about how uh dick is like crazy and in arkham or something and we find out nightwing that he might just have been referring to nightwing's new like bat cave or whatever but like why is he like raving in Arkham? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, but yeah, next up is immortal wonder woman. Thank God. It's one that kind of exists in its own sort of timeline. I think it's the last of all. I think it's, I think it's the very, very tip of the iceberg. Um, or I guess the, the base. Of the, Cause it's going to have to be way after swamp thing too. It's effectively towards the end of the world. The world is dying. Um, my biggest problem, like, I was excited that it was in its own place, and good lord, the art is great. Jim Bartel does the interiors, Ugh, and Jim Bartel so like much. never does interiors, so it's really cool it's to beautiful. see. It's a great book. Um, it's just kind of a plain Wonder Woman story, to be perfectly honest. First of all, it being that I read through and loved Wonder Woman Dead Earth, um, Wonder Woman at the end of the world, surviving in a world that was destroyed by man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> the first thing she does in this book is collect the collect Batman's utility belt, which she does in Wonder Woman Dead Earth, I believe. And so it's like <laughs> and then, I mean, she spends the rest of the time getting talked down to and the crap beat out of her by Darkseid. And it's just it's not a very not a decent Wonder Woman story. It's not the like powerhouse. Like, I'm not afraid of anything. I stand for justice and truth kind of Wonder Woman that we've seen in the past okay so i'm not trying to be a haterade it doesn't feel like wonder woman it feels like kara 
it's a Kara story. Does yeah, okay. The way she's be- gotcha. the way she behaves, the way she talks, a little her overly too polite, mm, too polite, yeah. too soft, too appeasing of, of humanity esque yeah, or whatever. I mean, like it's it just she's not she's not somber enough. She's not stern yeah. enough. She's not cold enough. And even Kara, like Kara, gets mad. Yeah, but it like she still has that like. That Kent sensibility, if yeah. you would. That like. I mean, I was gonna say honestly, it felt a bit too Superman. It felt a bit too like. Yeah, it feels like Car- it, it almost feels like a parallel to the Supergirl book that we have about Kara being all like, "We're building now. I'm we a don't gardener." Um, and I'm like, "All right, that's yeah. fine." But that's exactly what this felt I, like. Um, it doesn't feel like Wonder Woman to me. Not the Wonder Woman that just used a Lobo army to annihilate an MFer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like it's, it's not the and same. That's, I think that's the big thing too. Is like. <laughs> The juxtaposition is this is the first story that we've gotten out of Wonder Woman since, out of Diana Wonder Woman since Death Metal ended. Yeah. And the Wonder Woman we get here is not the invisible chainsaw, cool blue streaks in her hair, like golden armor, punching dudes through planets and into suns kind of person. Not even close. Um, My biggest, you know, exposure to Wonder Woman leading up to all of this is... Uh, Justice League Dark, because I haven't been reading the main Wonder Woman series. Um, And in that, she's like a total badass and unafraid of anything and really kind of on the edge. Like, you can tell she's got a lot of her, like, a lot of tense anxieties built up with all this magic stuff. But, you know, she's a badass. She's an absolute, like, powerhouse. And then you go into this and it's like, you know, she's leader of this group of last Amazon. She's like the queen of them. And they're all just like, shut up. And she's like, okay. (laughs) and then they're like now give us a speech and she's like okay and she gives them a speech and then she goes and gets like immediately all her people get immediately murked and she gets immediately murked by dark side i got this and then immediately gets like steamrolled i was like okay neat good job d (laughs) i hate to say this because i I was been really excited for this one and the art is great but in the grand scheme of what roundup is all about which is should you pick them up should you not um I don't know. I feel like you could miss this one. It's just not. It's not a very good Wonder Woman story. Unfortunately, it just felt very like. It felt kind of reductive of the character. It was yeah. like, look at the end of the world. Wonder Woman becomes a waif. You know, what I mean? lost like, her she's gumption. Just, yeah, she's like, dark side like backhands her like damn it, woman, and she like falls over like a friggin' 1930s starlet. You know, she cries. Uh, what? Yeah. It's no, it's no, sir. Odd turn, <laughs> odd turn for that character. Um, no, sir. Following on the heels of Immortal Wonder Woman, we've got Nightwing. So I really appreciate a book about Dick. Sorry, I wanted to. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to say that I really, I actually enjoyed this one because, again, it was one of those stories that felt like it actually explained the things it talked about. Mm-hmm. Like it would bring something up and be like, oh, by the way, in case you didn't know what we're talking about, it's this. And I thank you. At least somebody's doing it. It's <laughs> nice that somebody's telling me what the hell's going on. Yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, this might be, I might be confusing these. I think it's in Nightwing. It could have been in Shazam. Please correct me if I'm wrong. It happened in one of these two books. Uh-huh. But at some point, they reference something that happens at the end of Flash number two that hasn't come out yet. That might have been in Sh- I don't remember which one, but that might have been in Shazam. It's in one of the two. Yeah. It's either in this one or the next one. And I just, guys, that, you you can't do that, editors. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, this takes place after this thing you haven't read yet, so you have no con- 
contextual understanding. That no, <laughs> stop it. Stop um, it. Put stuff out in order. So Nightwing is where <laughs> stuff starts to get a little bit complicated for me. Um, having read all of the future state that's come out, one thing that we're not going to talk about on today's episode, because we're only covering the number ones and which ones you should pick up and you shouldn't, is the next Batman number two, which also came out this week. It includes a story called Batgirls, uh, which focuses on uh, uh, Orphan getting thrown into prison. She gets captured by the peacekeepers thrown into like the magistrate holding facility uh in there already is spoiler uh who turned traitor quote unquote to some degree um there's also and this is ironically enough spoilers for that story but we also find out in the midst of that story that barbara oracle is like also in that facility in like a secret underground portion of that facility, like hooked up to a computer with her brain and is sending out see the magistrate is hooked her up for some reason. We don't know yet, but she's sending out like secret messages to the bat family. And that's why orphan got captured to try to like infiltrate anyway. Then my what? problem, my bats? problem, my problem <laughs> with all of this is that, Babs and Nightwing talk in this in book. This book. What? Um, and so when does that take place? Also, spoiler is in Robin Eternal. She helps Robin out. When does that take place? I just don't understand the timeline of any of these things. So when did spoiler get? Was it after Robin Eternal? Was it? Are we going to read Robin Eternal too? And that's when she gets captured. And that's when she quote unquote turns traitor or whatever. And when did? Babs get captured did she get captured after Nightwing how long into the future does the whole Batgirl story arc happen you know oh my god and this is getting so convoluted yeah it's it's very strange and I mean that book also had a story about the Gotham City Sirens uh mainly just uh Catwoman and Poison Ivy and their new like femme droid friend um who were basically stealing this femdroid lady so that they could find out secrets on how to fight the like androids that the magistrate's using. Okay. But when does that take place? Because in Catwoman, it looks like Catwoman's been planning this like train heist for a while and she's been hanging out with this group of hers. So why is she suddenly leaving that group? She also mentions like, as long as this gets me access to my strays or whatever, but in terms of it being a bargaining chip with the resistance, which is Nightwing's whole thing. <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying? And it's weird so too why is Nightwing's whole th group, their resistance group, holding Catwoman's strays captive? Question mark. Well, and the and the people that Catwoman's talking about, from my understanding, are the people that she's currently dealing with in the current yes, continuity. Yeah, and they're in the Catwoman book. Yeah, they're in that book. Yes. So it's like, why does Nightwing's resistance have her little like alley town cat people? under lock and key that she has to bargain with this info in order to get access to them. Oh or maybe God, they know the happening? location of them, or maybe they're going to help her break them out or something. I don't know. It's all the timelines everywhere. And I hate it. In fact, the, the most solidified timeline we had 
across multiple stories so far was in Superman World of War, Worlds of War or whatever, uh, where like the first three stories all took place like at the same moment in time. Yeah. I don't know about the fourth story. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The first three all kind of took place at that same point in time. So cool. But it's just like, you know, where does all the Green Lantern stuff fit into all this? Where is like where does Flash's story arc fit into all of this? Well, and, and just, obviously it's, it's like bizarre. the the Superman War World or Worlds of War takes place after Superman of Metropolis. Yeah, because Metropolis has already been shrunk. Yeah, honey, I shrunk our city. Um, it, another thing is Beast Boy is in that prison. In no, the, what? No, in the bad girls thing. Exist. So this is obviously before <laughs> the whole uh Psy Beast thing. Which can we talk about that name? They chose Psy Beast. Oh they mash Cyborg and Beast Boy together in the Teen Titans books. Sorry, spoilers. She's in prison. Um. It <laughs> was a dumb joke. Uh, they match Cybeast, Cyborg, and Beast together. They call him Cybeast. Why not Beastborg? That sounds so much cooler. Anyway, uh, so Nightwing was good, though. I will say that I enjoyed Nightwing. Um, yes, I think it was the most Batman-feeling Bat Family book that we've gotten out of the Bat Family so far in Future State. Fully agree. He felt like his normal character. He felt like he wasn't doing anything shady or like way outside of his scope of stuff. He didn't feel like Dark Detective, which honestly just felt like a Bruce Wayne rattled by fear more than we've ever seen Bruce Wayne. Um, he was just Nightwing doing his Nightwingy thing, being the best Batman that he could possibly be. Um, he's obviously not Batman. He's just Nightwing, but kicking ass, taking names, and standing up to a police state, so... That's why I really liked the Catwoman book, is because it just felt like Catwoman. It just felt like Catwoman, yeah. No, those two were the highlight of this week for me. I did really like the first story of Superman, but the other three were kind of just... Um, Shazam I liked, but because it was weird. And that's the thing. Like, I like the Shazam story because I feel like it's... Oh, yeah, by it, the way, the last one that we're talking about is Shazam. Yes. The last if that, one if about that Shazam, segue wasn't clear enough. It's, it's very different from the normal type of Shazam story we would get. Yeah. And, and the normal Shazam we would get. And I like that because here's my feelings about things. Either make them feel very much the way you expect them to feel or feel extremely different from what you're anticipating yeah. them to feel. Yeah. When you have this weird, murky, middle water ground, it just feels like someone doesn't understand the character. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's like you don't know them enough to be true to the character, but you also don't know them enough to make them distinct from what they're expected of being. Yeah, exactly. And so it just sort of becomes murky and kind of bleh. But... Shazam felt super different and very weird and like dark and jacked up and I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. No, it um I think Shazam does a really cool job of and I'm not ultra familiar with the entire long-spanning history of Shazam and Captain Marvel and all that. Um but I feel like sh this issue of Shazam does a really cool thing to the character. Yeah. I won't spoil it because Shazam fans might you know, really want to have that reveal themselves. But I think it's something that, you know, with characters like this, where there's like a duality and there's basically two people existing, 
or two personalities existing in the same body. There's a number of like kind of more complex deconstructions of that character um, that you can have. And I think this is a really cool way of going about that. Um, so that one was cool. I really did like Shazam. I don't know how much it does for the whole like future state. I, th- I think the biggest problem is that they're, they're, they're tagging this as future state. And I feel like they're advertising it and kind of pitching it. And thus I'm kind of accepting it as it's going to be this whole like unified thing. Like this is a time frame that we're looking at and all the stories are going to kind of feed into the same thing. And at times they do, but then at times they don't, I think your best bet is to pick ones that you like and just read those and just accept. But at the same time, even, I mean, that's what we're doing effectively. I mean, we're reading all of them, but it's just the, the timeline is goofy. That's my biggest complaint about future state is that I don't feel like they did a good job making it clear what sort of things were going on in this world and where we're even at timeline wise. Like they should have divided it into it's like, um, uh, uh, powers of X, right? Mm -hmm. He divided it into three, you know what I mean? Like it was like, X to the one or X to the 10, X to the hundred, X to a thousand. So I guess he, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like he divided, I'm sorry if I messed it up. I don't (laughs) have a photographic memory of every comic I've read. Leave me alone. Um, (laughs) You know, better man. Come on. Hickman divided it into like multiple different generations. And they were clearly designated. You could connect the stories as they went along. And I feel like that's what they should have done. They should have had like at the beginning of each book, it would be like, this takes place in future state one, future state two, future state three, whatever, yeah. you know, this takes place at the end of all things name them, give them five generations or whatever you want to call it. Um, and just let us know where this shit is going on. And, and that's the other thing too, is that they don't, they, ha- they made an out. Not all of these have to connect. They don't all, they could all be entirely separate worlds. Mm-hmm. And like similar but different things that happen on these different worlds, because at the end of the the catastrophe, they said new worlds are spawning at an alarming rate, yeah, faster than we've ever seen before. They're just popping out of the ether, yeah. And so every single one of these stories could be from a different friggin' world, which would have been fine. But yeah. they tried to make some of them connect. So like you have these ones that are connected by the magistrate, and then you have this other ones connected by the uh, world of war, or whatever. And then you got these uh, like, and they're all kind of like reference each other loosely, but not enough where you have any sort of like markers to designate, like road signs yeah that's it another thing that bothered me is uh another timeline discrepancy that bothers me is that superman wonder woman uh takes place in metropolis and uh so does that take place before superman of metropolis or after superman of metropolis how early in the timeline does this new wonder woman appear does he put it back i don't know um, and that's another thing isn't in Superman and Metropolis isn't there's that story. Yeah. There's the story with, um, Oh, what is the name of that character? Guardian. Um, and he meets Jimmy Olsen in the diner, right? Right. Jimmy Olsen's in prison in the Batgirls story. He's in that prison. He's in the prison. In the Batgirl story. He's there in Gotham. How is he in in the prison 
with the magistrate. So when does Superman Metropolis take place? <laughs> I'm so confused. I don't know. I, I don't know. The timeline is wonky, and I feel like you do have to actually like sit down and like pinpoint where characters are and then kind of like build a structure. And I hope somebody maybe on Reddit, once all of these come out, will do like a web chart for it. I did want to backtrack a little bit because we got so caught up in our timeline stuff that we didn't talk about the second story in Immortal Wonder Woman, which featured Nubia, which thank God, Nubia is a cool ass character. Uh, I wish they would bring her back more often. She was super cool. I don't know what she has to do with anything else that's happening. I mean, it's true. I have no idea where in the timeline it takes what place. What is her context? We get, we get more kind of vague mentions of like, oh, Queen Diana has called all Amazons home and all this stuff. Um, just very vague mentions of things. We're it's not like, in why? agreement. Like, what's going all on? All right. Um, so I don't know. Um, Future State's been cool. It's had some hit and misses. But I think honestly... The whole timeline thing and the release schedule is just a freaking mess. Why didn't DC make a poster that they could have sold that had every book in chronological yeah. order? Well, and they could have been like the map of future state. And then there you go. Now you have more well, crap you yeah. can sell to us. All and they, then we understand what the heck is going on. All they have to do is create a timeline image and put it at the back of every book or the front of every book. That's so when I go into does. it, I know, okay, this takes place after Dark Detective, but before Nightwing or some shit like that. But they don't. They don't and they didn't. They haven't. They betrayed us all. <laughs> Shame on them. But all in all, some of the stories have been pretty good. So cool I'm not going to I'm not going to just... hate on it too much. I just the more now that we're three weeks deep, I'm just like, I want some answers. I want some I want to freaking know what happened just, to this person. What happened to this person? Like... Why is this person here at this point And then there at that point, like how fast is shit happening? How many years are we spanning here? Because like I said, it's obvious that Mortal Wonder Woman and Swamp Thing are like way out in the future. But like the Teen Titans book, how far in the future compared to like Nightwing, compared to like Dark Detective, compared to like Catwoman and shit like that, did that happen? You know, Shazam, like they're talking about, I'm pretty sure this takes place after the Teen Titans thing because Shazam is working with the Teen Titans at the point of the Teen Titans book. But now he's kind of off on his own thing doing JLA stuff. It's odd. I just, I think it's going to be funny when this has been a thing and people are like we need timeline we need to know blah 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 and dc just comes out and they're like oh you weren't supposed to read all of them <laughs> yeah i think it's we um didn't think you were gonna read more than like two a week they oh open God. every single book <laughs> they open every single book with a slightly altered i noticed today and that's weird i don't know why they wouldn't just cut like cut copy and paste um slightly altered between books uh paragraph about how the triumphant victory of the heroes in dark knight's death metal has caused ripples through time and space here are some possible futures and i just really worry that at the end of all this there's gonna be no answers to certain like big cataclysmic things that were mentioned and it's just gonna be like lol possible futures this didn't matter no, alternate realities really and stuff the story, uh, one not of the not canon come. deal with it anyway um <laughs> That's the five for this week. We got more coming next week and I think the week after, but they'll probably be smaller because we're rolling into like no more number one territory. If you like what you heard, check out our previous roundups and all of our other episodes at our website at coverbpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at coverbpodcast. You can also, I don't know, 
find us on Twitch because we do gaming, or find us we on Instagram because there's cosplay, or follow us on TikTok because we do stupid crap on there too. Man, we're everywhere. Come find us. We are everywhere. We're trying really hard to us. be relevant. <laughs> and tell your friends if you listen to Coverbeat because you know what? Yeah, All it spread takes the love. is one mention of, hey, this gives me joy. And then now we're spreading like wildfire. And we appreciate you. Yep. Anyway, that's going to do it yep. for this episode. We'll see you back here for another episode of, of Cover, Cover B. B. Peace out, y'all.